so hey, if you're joining us right now, this is uh, the DTS podcast, Tony and Derek. Hello. Uh, Derek's drinking ology. Uh, What's it called? Uh, this is a science juice. Okay. Uh, this is a beer from Weldworks Brewing Company. With uh, They are in collaboration doing this beer from Ology uh, Brewing Company, who I've not heard of before. It is a hazy double IPA. Nice. It is quite tasty. Yeah, I um, am also, I got a drink here. Uh, this is uh, a new uh, drink on the market. It's called <laughs> Dihydrogen Monoxide. And uh, H2O, I do believe, is what you're talking dihydrogen about. Dihydrogen Monoxide, yes, okay. Yeah, but it's called Dihydrogen Monoxide. You could just call it water. Yeah, I mean, H2O, the water sucks. It really, really sucks. That's a Waterboy reference. It is. Hey, so I, I need you to stop being such a little bitch and play Destiny 2 with me. <laughs> I'm not going to play Destiny 2 with you right away. Destiny 2 is free to play. Yeah, I know. Had the most concurrent players it's had in a long, long time. Fucked up its servers. 200,000 people playing Destiny 2 because yeah. it was free. And they had to shut down servers because the uh, shit went haywire. But yeah, yeah Destiny 2, Shadowkeep is out. Uh, New Light, which is the free-to-play stuff, came out. Free on PlayStation and Xbox, if you haven't already played it. Yep. Um, well, I've wanted so, to get back into Destiny 2 for a while, but I just it's too much shit going on, man. And it's it's the all the first-year content, which is like two DLCs, basically, more or less. Um, Curse of Osiris, which was the first one, kind of a bummer. And then uh, Warmind, which got a lot better reviews back back in the day so i i think i'm gonna jump back in i i did the cross save stuff so that on playstation or xbox i can play the same character Mm -hmm. and i downloaded it on playstation you know so uh i'm kind of hoping that you were gonna play with me but i guess i don't know i mean listen like i said you just gotta give me a little bit of time so i can finish what i'm already playing i gotta figure out so like the digital deluxe version is what I originally got um, mm-hmm. at launch, and I don't remember how much that came with. I'm sure I'm past the point where... I'm sure it was the first year of content, would be my assumption. But is that what you think? Yeah. I would guess. Okay. Until their first big expansion, and then it's probably new, all new shit. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, Either way, the the cool part here is to try to keep the positive stuff is Destiny 2 is a great game. It's been out since 2017, came out in September. Uh, it's been out a little over two years, and now you can play it for free, which is awesome. And I think more games should do this, especially games that you want to try to continue to build that forever game or this that game that you want to keep iterating on. Um you know, an anthem I think would be great as a free to play game. Yeah, uh, I think that would fit in very well with what you're what you're looking for. Um, I guess I can't think of another one off the top of my head, but Fallout seventy six should be free to play, in my opinion. Um, sure. You know, I think it can do a lot of good for your game, especially. I mean, look, Bungie, who is independently owned now. I mean, they are themselves. Right, a lot of had, a lot of uh, hypes. Had, had its server problems because how many people are playing this game? Like that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good problem to have if you're going to have one. Um, yeah. I mean, I was just so deep into destiny one and that first year of destiny two, I played quite a bit. Uh, I mean, a couple hours a night with my clan, uh, look us up. It's called, uh, cash and check snap and necks. Uh, that's our clan. It's true. It's true. And, uh, yeah. So I, it's just one of those things. It's like going back to world of Warcraft, right? Like, 
I got I got the itch sometimes, but I don't have nostalgia's there. I don't have the time to commit to getting back into it. But what I'm optimistic about is you can jump back in to relative content. You can jump back in it at uh, an appropriate light level. Mm-hmm. You got appropriate the gear. gear score. Yeah, yep. exactly. Our gear score, right? You got mm-hmm. the gear. Um, one big thing that stopped me from playing it on PlayStation because I own it on PlayStation. I mean, I bought it, um, but the the reason I never really booted up and played it is because I don't have my characters. Like, I spent all that time getting exotics and all that shit, but now I can have that. So, uh, uh, more to come. You know, I I will talk later, but I I beat Borderlands three, and I don't know how much of a tale that's going to have for me. So, I uh, I think Borderlands is a lot more left in the tank is my problem. Yeah. Um, Destiny 2 is a big game to download and install on my PlayStation, so I don't want to take up the room right now. Mm. Um, but you got to think from a storyline standpoint, I'm not done. You've got the trials. You've got the dungeons. You've got the proving grounds. You've got all the Iridian stuff you can go back and translate. You have all of the different uh, Claptrap stuff, the Zero missions. You know, there's a lot of content left to, to, to suck out of borderlands and really the next big game for me is is doom um yeah call of duty and outer worlds at the end of this month but i mean i've got three weeks four weeks before uh games are really hitting that i feel i need to jump into so i've got a good chunk of time and borderlands is still the game in my brain that i want to play i'm kind of surprised that that the story mode once you finished it kind of just clicked it off for you it sort of so there's Make no mistakes about it. There is far less content in three than there was in two and subsequently one. Right. So, you know, in Borderlands two, for those that have played it, know you go to each little hub area and there's like 15 quests. Like you're just getting a quest from everybody. Then there's kill quests on the board, all this different stuff. So Borderlands three isn't, really that way each quest is quite a bit longer i feel like uh especially the side quests they're really involved Mm -hmm. so well involved so much as you have to travel a lot i don't i don't i wouldn't say story-wise involved but there's a lot of travel well so i got to the end of the game and looked at my quest log and i had already done those trials um there's a couple of them that i haven't found yet but I don't know how interested I am in doing them. But anyway, yeah, I did the trials. Um, I had finished out all my quests. I went and did the slaughterhouse, some of the slaughterhouse stuff, Mm -hmm. which was fucking hard. Um, Sure. By yourself, especially. Yeah. But here in... From my understanding. Here in Mr. Torg was awesome, though. (laughs) Oh, you spoiled it. What? What? You didn't know that? No, that's awesome. Oh, I thought you were, I thought you knew about the slaughterhouse. No, that's awesome. Talking. Fuck yeah. I mean, I knew that, that there was a slaughterhouse, but I didn't know fucking Mr. Torg was there. Yeah, he makes a reappearance. That's sorry, the best. Sorry yes. But he's, Fuck. you know, he's out there screaming, "Go kill these motherfuckers, Vault Hunter." He's the best. Yeah. Uh Mr. Satan, I call him. Uh <laughs> pretty close. Well, you know, you know who it is, right? Yeah. You oh, get no, the reference. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yep, I'm with you. Um yeah, I don't know. Champion of Earth, man. Uh, the the last stretch of the game, probably the last four or five hours, I I was getting good guns, and I was having a really good time switching between guns. Like I barely got into my mech. Um, I am interested to go back and maybe 
do true Vault you, Hunter mode. I was gonna say, how, I was gonna say, how do you feel about replaying it? So they introduced mayhem levels, um, right? Which is not true Vault Hunter, where you restart the entire thing, right? You just basically like pop this thing into a receptacle, and it increases the difficulty by three different mm-hmm. tiers. So. You know, I don't know. I think that that's good for farming, like, in the gap you have between... I think I finished at level 45. So, like, if I wanted to grind and do some loot farming um, or finish yeah, up I want to hit 50. Yeah. I want to hit 50. I think I probably will do that. And the, the leveling is actually pretty progressive. It's not very grindy at all. Um, but replayability, I, I picked Moe's because that was just, like one of the characters that you and Joey hadn't picked. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that I'm like really committed to go back and play her through a through true vault hunter. Uh, sure. I might look at picking up a siren or uh, I Flack, like, I like maybe. that beast master idea. Yeah. So Flack, yeah. we'll see. I think I am going to go back and uh, what, what do you go for score wise? Let's wrap up our, we spent a lot of times on borderlands three last week. What, let's wrap this up. Give me a score of Borderlands so far. So I remember last week we were like in the seven to seven and a half range. I want to say I said seven and a half. You might have said eight or I said, I said seven. seven. You might have said seven and a half. Okay. I undercut you. You did undercut me like an asshole. Um, I don't That's still know. About the same? I think it, I think it goes up um, just because as okay. you get, you get further in and you sort of level Better up. Loot. Yep. More loot. You, more abilities. Yep. You really start to settle into a build um i'd i'd probably go like 8.5 okay nice it's uh it took a turn for me you know like i everybody kind of has their style that they like to play uh you know you are a runner and gunner you want to get oh in yeah the i'm gonna get in i'm gonna get into the shit kind of i'm a guy that likes to run and aggro that's why i've yeah. always played a dps class is because yeah. i'm an aggro machine yeah i on the other hand kind of like to stick back and use like Pick a good off long your range assault rifle and snipe motherfuckers um and uh, the game lets you do that i mean they got it figured out, you know, and I was thinking the other day when I was playing, we, we keep saying, or everybody, not just us, keep saying, you know, like, oh, it's just more Borderlands. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, if you're, if you're Gearbox and you know you got to come out with a Borderlands 3, like, and you're sitting in the director room, I don't think I would change it either. You're like, right. look at the tale that Borderlands 2 had. It's still a relevant game eight years later. They're putting out DLC right. for it eight years later, and people are swarming to it. So it's like, I I don't think they were wrong. I think they were actually smart. Because I mean, right. I would agree. If they change it, ugh, could go could go bad. Anything else about Borderlands? Where are you at with it? Um, I mean, score wise, I'm still right about the same. I'd say seven and a half to eight. Um, I. I still really like playing that game is the problem. Like it's a well-made game. Yeah. Um, The shooting feels good. I like the world exploration. I really feel it's, it feels very disjointed with the amount of different places you go to in that game because of how un uh, remarkable it was to go to the different areas in one and two. So to see all of these, it's nice, but it's kind of an annoyance. Yeah. You really don't feel like, you're on each map very long. 
No. And there's a lot of my map that is still undiscovered. And like I, I said, agree. I did every side quest that came up and I did every main mission. So why I am missing parts of my map, I really don't know. And that's the thing with me is like, I'm a map clearer. Yeah. So I want to know what I'm missing. So um, I'm going to check all that stuff out. But yeah, it definitely feels like once you get off Eden six, uh-huh. you just bounce through worlds left and right. Yeah. And it feels you like, especially towards the end, you're just like, why the fuck am I all the way out here? How did I get here? How, why is it so easy that this is an, an existence? Why wouldn't we have done this in the first or second game? Like it's just, it opens too many plot holes. Right. Uh, so if you think too hard about Borderlands, you get it gets a little wonky. Yeah, and I but. I can just tell you that I don't think that you're gonna like the ending. Um, I wasn't, I, like I Impressed. was I was indifferent to it, but knowing you, you, you're probably not gonna like it at all. I'm pretty picky. Yep. Um. So you know, just be prepared for that. Oh, well, I'm, I'm prepared. The so. uh, the boss battles do have quite a bit of replayability. Like I stumbled into fighting Troy a second time. Um, okay. And I didn't want to. I was just like, "Hey, I want to go back to that vault, like, and see if there's anything, there's shit there. anything extra in there." And like, you teleport into that checkpoint. Yep, the fast travel area. Yep. yep. And oh, all of a sudden you're fighting the boss again. Um, which I I was a few levels higher than I was when I fought him. And well, I just and the, the train. The thing them, with but... the the thing with the bosses seem to be that. It's it's a very easy pattern. Like the real the hardest boss that I faced was that one in that fucking uh the one that I ended up having to cheese in yeah. the little theater. Like yep. everything else has been pretty watch his movements, do the same thing over and over again. Like it I it's real boring there. I, I'm pretty sure that on the final boss I did not even break my shields. It was really that it, there were a lot of different mechanics, but it it takes place on such a huge platform and the area impacts of the attacks are, they went for more Epic than anything it, else. Yeah. It's very easily avoidable. There aren't very many ads. So it's like, it just took time as all. Right. So yeah, it, it's good. I think I'll probably replay it. And I do like Moe's. They just nerfed today. They just nerfed her like God mode build i saw i saw that they um, tweaked a couple of things yeah she had an infinite uh grenade build so it would just wreck like you would just get a really powerful grenade and just chuck it and it you would replenish grenades based on amount of damage you do and stuff so i i watched a youtube video but yeah they they patched that out so uh, let's see i uh, read a little article that logitech bought Streamlabs. Um, which okay. Streamlabs is the software company behind OBS, which is, um, you know, open broadcast streaming. So somewhere around 75% of online streamers use OBS as their overlay, uh, which mm-hmm. feeds into like Twitch and YouTube and, and Mixer and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting. $89 million is what they paid. Um, OBS says that they have $15 million registered users closer to uh, six or seven uh, continually active users. Um, But what was weird to me is like, okay, Logitech. Yep. They do. They do gaming peripherals and stuff like that, but they don't do capture cards. They don't. Right. You know, so it's all services. It's, it's a service thing. And then they got like the mice and they got the keyboards and the headsets and stuff like that. But it's kind of weird that you would go and buy a streaming company when you have no hardware directly related to K 
capturing and broadcasting your stream. So I'll be interested to see what happens. I don't know if, like, I really don't know why Logitech had any incentive to buy them. You know what I mean? But I would think a lot of times with that kind of stuff, it is branching out and to do things differently. Also to allow themselves to put, um, cookies and cookies jar, cookie and cookie jars. Yeah. To the point that Logitech is a manufacturer of devices, um, and they don't do video cards. They don't do things like that, but they can build streaming boxes. Yep. And maybe with Logitech's uh, services, Streamlabs can kind of refine OBS and build streaming boxes that make them more money. Yeah, and it's entirely possible, too, that they simply just bought a company that they can continue to run and operate and make money off of without much much adjustment. I mean, It could be simply a good investment. Yep. Uh, here's a good investment. PlayStation Now is 50% off forever. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of into this. Um, oh, no. Nope, not me. But uh, whereas it used to be $20 a month, I think it was 25 uh, or I think it was 40 for three months or something like that. And then it was 20 bucks a month, essentially. Yeah, basically. I mean, then they it was had like 150 a year. Right. Um, and then I think you get it for a hundred, which is the cheap. A hundred dollars was the sale, right? So usually, so now you, you say can you're get out it. on this. You don't. You, you're not. You're not in on this. I'm not gonna do it. No. Um, oh, ten bucks a month for PlayStation Now, um, or five dollars a month if you pay up front for the year at sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Pretty good deal. Not gonna lie, I just don't have any interest in the PlayStation games. Um, the games I like to play, I have. Okay, I mean that's fine. And I'm this is a this is a wrong. streaming service too. I don't think they're download, right? I mean, it's no different than streaming the Nintendo or Super Nintendo games right. on the SNES. Yep, it's no different than what Google's about to bring out. You know, Same, it's yeah, it's sure. a lot of that. You know, but. If you are someone who wants to be able to play, it's no different than Apple Arcade. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Um, it, but they have games like Batman Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham City, Batman Arkham Asylum. You know what I'm saying? They really need to have a... Bioshock, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. that Sony really needs to have like an all-in subscription, because I would do that. Like, if I could do PlayStation View, PlayStation Now, and PS Plus... And I don't know, it was $45 a month or sure. $50 a month. I would probably do well, that. And to your point, right? PlayStation Now has been around for a while. And that idea yeah. of, you know, when they bought, when they bought this, um, the streaming people, I can't remember what it was called when they bought them I don't off the top either. of my head. Um, but they bought this ability to stream games and people were like, holy shit, this is the future. Not really, but it's awesome. Um, it didn't, it didn't and pan out well at first. And the idea that now you have uh, a, a, a manufacturer who is losing in the console wars, right. but digital-wise, they're doing a lot of cool things from Microsoft standpoint. So you have Xbox uh, Live Gold, yep. 60 bucks a month, right? Same thing as PlayStation Plus. You, you're paying for your online stuff. You're paying for your free games. Um, and that's really cool. But you also have... Uh, Xbox Game Pass, which yep. has games launching day and date with it. And so I think Sony realized that they should be using PlayStation Now to stream all kinds of games, new or old, but 
Also, I think they're finally realizing that if they were to capitalize on this market the same way Microsoft is, that goes, hey, you know that new Outer Worlds game? You can play it the, the fucking day one yeah. on Microsoft. You want to play Fallout New Vegas? It's on, you know, like that idea is mind boggling. And it, granted, Microsoft is doing a lot of backwards compat work for those games to work on newer generation consoles where Sony is not. Yep. But Sony, I think, is missing the boat and the opportunity to make money by not doing that. So it, it's hard to see what Microsoft's doing and imagine that they're not losing money hand over fist with they're the, they're definitely hemorrhaging money. Yeah, I mean, and that's just a play to get market share coming into the new consoles. Well, and it's also a, it puts the ball in Sony's court to make them do things like Hey, no, this I'll, I'll spoil one of my news articles here. It puts them in the opportunity that, hey, guess what? Sony now has put crossplay as a feature that every developer for a game can work on right. and utilize for their games. Like that is directly because of Microsoft and what they have done, in my opinion. Yep. They have forced their forced Sony's hand on certain things. And I I think that this is another reaction from that. Yeah, I mean, and Microsoft kind of embraces that open source platform, too. So it's going to work out in their favor, I feel like. And speaking of Game Pass, I mean, they're becoming the Netflix of video games. Like, there's so many good things out there that I look at it, and I'm just like, uh, I'll just go play Borderlands. You know, like... I would buy an Xbox, get a year of this, simply because of the games that are on here. Yeah, I, I told and you, I've you, con- need, to, you need to go it. get an Xbox One S used for 130 140 bucks. From GameStop, um, and just get you get you Game Pass Unlimited for a couple years at like a dollar. It's pretty fucking cool, right? So new games this month on Game Pass. Not disappointed. Dishonored Two. Um, Dishonored One was a great game. I never played Dishonored Two, so you know too much stealth for me. But I agree, the developer does a good job. Yep. Um, World War Z. That was that was a hot button game back in the day. Uh, a lot of people still like it. Uh, yeah, World War Z was that game that just came out recently, actually. This is a horde shooter. It came, yeah, maybe like six to eight months ago. Uh, yeah, probably like three months ago, but yeah. Time, time's a relative thing. It's not a big deal. But yeah, like three, four months ago, uh, horde shooter um, definitely looks a little funky. Graphics weren't great, but the guns are apparently really good, and, and the game looks pretty okay. I think okay. it came out in June. April 16th. Oh, well, you're right. Yep. Uh, you know. It's fine. We're, hey, we're not, nice. we're not right. keeping check, but we, we say are. our truths here, not the true truth. That's correct. Uh, ukulele is a game that I've yeah. sort of kind of wanted to check out. Um, it probably will never happen. Yeah. Uh, Fallout New Vegas. Oh, someone say Fallout. I never played Fallout New Vegas. I own Fallout New Vegas right over there in my PlayStation 3 collection games. Yep. Um, I believe it might still be wrapped, or I started Fallout New Vegas and literally played it for maybe 10 minutes. Uh, a very cult following it with that game and very highly uh, um, reviewed, but I yeah. don't think it took off the same way Fallout 3 did. It did not. Um, but Fallout New Vegas, you know, considered the best Fallout. Uh, amongst right right next to three depends on who say, you are three but yeah three and three in vegas are because they're completely different games yeah. and uh, i believe was it obsidian that made uh fallout new vegas do you remember right yep so having that in their corner really helps yeah um and it's got 4k support 
you know, backwards compatibility, 4K support. And if, on a quick piece, yeah. Oh, so, a uh, quick piece, uh, big possible leak or rumor of a Fallout collection currently listed for a PC release, but possibly you never know. Okay. Um, but the the collection listed like Fallout One, Two, Three, Four, and New Vegas on it. Okay. Which I mean, if you just gave me a a port of three in Vegas, I would be way into that. They, they would have to throw in Fallout Shelter for me to really make it worth it. It's a fuck. It. All right, Felix the Reaper. What the fuck's that? Uh, Felix the Don't Reaper. No, I didn't add it because I didn't know what it was. Uh, Panzer Dragoon Orta. I I know a lot of people like Panzer Dragoon. You know, I know that that's got that's got a cult following. Not my deal, and but the. The biggest, coolest thing about all this is, like I said, day and date, Yeah, a lot of these games. Yeah. Uh, thinking about Fallout games, again, the brand new one from the original Fallout developer, uh, The Outer Worlds, is coming out October 25th, Yep, uh, and it's launching day and date on uh, on Game Pass. Yeah, so I'm, I would be, I mean, 60 bucks a year for that, and you get all these brand new fucking, like, come on, man. The Outer Worlds is getting is getting some hype, so. I told you, dude, it's a trip, like, you, you kind of shit on it last week. Yeah. That's a game that's going to get a lot of buzz, a lot, lot of love. I, so, I was confusing the Outer Worlds with a game that you had me download off Game Pass. Outer Wilds. Yes, exactly, right? So that's why I was shitting on it. Um, so that that is my mistake that I will own up to. So the Outer Wilds, I couldn't get into despite good critical acclaim on that. Outer it Wilds, cool. though, is the... Uh, Outer Worlds, David. Outer, sorry, Worlds. Now, now we're really fucked up. Outer Worlds is the Fallout kind of game. Same game. A fall, it is a Fallout game. Yeah, right. Um, it looks cool. I mean, it does. It looks like a Fallout ass Fallout game. So sure does. As long as it's not a Fallout ass Fallout sixty seventy six game. Seventy six game. I think we're I think we're in good company. But yeah, I mean, Microsoft just fucking bringing the heat. They must be losing money because based on based on giving away their Game Pass essentially free uh, for a while, and then the licensing that they must be paying to get these games exclusively on a streaming service. Like I don't see where the revenue comes in. This coming in. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're operating. I think Phil Spencer, Phil Spencer knows what he's doing. Um, and he trusts that this is just going to pay dividends for them in a year. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, come, come new console time. It's, it's going to be game on. Um, speaking of Microsoft, do you follow any of their new tech? I don't care, but you you might. I do care because I think it's pretty cool. I like following um, new technology. Cell phones. I, I saw laptops. their foldable. I saw their foldable tablet. Yep. I saw their Microsoft Pro Surface X or something like that. It's like a laptop thing. Yeah, they're kind of redoing their entire lineup. Um, yeah. So they're sticking with a flagship like Surface Book, and they're doing a 13 and a and a 15 inch, I believe, in that. But coming into like more progressive thinking, they've got a phone that's going to be coming out called the Neo, which is a fold phone, right? So you got two screens, and it kind of opens up to a tablet, but it's it's pretty unique in the way it works. Like you can set it up like a laptop, and it comes with this keyboard that i guess through some sort of screen sensors and magnetizing Trickery. yeah so like if you put the keyboard craft yeah so like on your typical laptop you got your screen you got your keyboard and below the keyboard is like your trackpad right 
So think about that as a tablet where you have two screens, top screen and a bottom screen, sort of like a, a 3DS or something. Sure. And you put the keyboard down on the bottom screen. Now, if you put that where a keyboard is in the traditional sense, the bottom half of that bottom screen turns into a trackpad. If you put the keyboard on the bottom half of the screen, the top half is like an expanded version of the touch bar on the MacBooks. Um, so it's it's really, really interesting. And this like foldable phone game is really heating up quickly. It just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. I'm not sold. I, I can't, I can't fault you, right? Like folding a phone. I'm good. Like I don't need that big of a phone. I don't do enough cool. Like I barely play fucking phone games, let alone need something that has that big or that wide or can do that much shit. Yeah. Um, this just there's... seems like somebody said, show me you can do this. And somebody's like, yeah, I can. Now we're going to make phones out of it. Like, it doesn't seem logical. And there's definitely a difference between being an early adopter and just being loose with your money. Yeah, um, right. You know, like, it's one thing to be an early adopter. It's another thing just to buy something that's brand It's new. one thing to go, okay, I'm going to make this AR lens called Google Glass. And that's interesting and can be used properly. Yeah. It's another to go, I'm going to fold this phone. Well, why? I don't know. Because I can, I guess. Did you uh, Did you see what? LG came out with transparent OLEDs? No, that's awesome, though. Yeah, so they're not, they're not residentially available, but they do have TV models that are Com- transparent. Commercial. So yeah. basically... I mean, I don't know any other way to explain it other than like, think about sci-fi movies where it's like, there's a heads up display. Right. And that's all you see and you can look straight through it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool on a TV, but think about LG's really going to capitalize on, you know, the medical industry and the military industry. And it goes everywhere. Google glasses could use something like that. Mm -hmm. So I, I watched a video on YouTube about it. It's pretty fucking cool. And Intriguing. it's thinner. It's thinner than your cell phone. Like, yeah, I don't care about that. It's though, crazy. But, yeah. uh, I mean, they have a roll up TV too. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. You ever heard of that? That's pretty cool too. Yeah. That's um, weird too. So, uh, one of, one of the connections to Microsoft here in our news is Melinda Gates she donates or commits to donate over 10 years uh, $1 billion to gender equality in the United States. It's a hot button topic, right? Sure. Yeah. You got a fuck ton of money. Yep. Because you're Bill Gates' wife. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, you know, sitting on I'm not piles. saying that. I'm not saying you're doing this for publicity purposes or to get a little more buy into what you're doing. Yeah, what what's interesting here, right, is we've talked a little bit on this podcast about the the movement of women, right? And women taking over leadership jobs and women taking over more traditional jobs that are held by men down to like mechanics, engineers, laborers, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And here comes Microsoft swinging its big money dick and says, well, it's not necessarily Microsoft, but 
you know, Melinda Gates. It's the Gates going, listen, just because my husband did this doesn't mean that I or another woman could not do something even more important. Yeah, so they come in swinging their big dick saying, hey, we're going to give a billion dollars to this effort. Um, Also, they're going uh, um, tax write-off. Yeah, for sure. And Microsoft is looked at among huge fortune companies as one of the most male dominated um, companies out there. So they're really progressive to gays. They're really progressive to minorities, but there's always been a lot of flack on them about the vacancies in their top tier leaders, not being women. So I thought that that was a good move. Um, You know me, I'll, I'll pound the door down for a woman. Like, they just the Jesus. dude the statistics man you can go down that rabbit hole sometime if you like in your listener but you. you know the statistics around women making better financial decisions uh getting better gains on uh in their businesses um long-term success it's just it's crazy um and like we talked about men are aging out three times as much as they're aging in so women got to step up they rule the world, from what I've been told. Uh, Queen Bee said that, yeah. Who run she the did. world? Girls. Who run the world? Girls. Who wants to fuck Beyonce? Me. Wow. All right. Uh, we talked about PS4 crossplay being a thing. Uh, again, most uh, all, all game developers can utilize that as a feature now if you're, pl- if you're making a multiplayer game. Kind of started with Fortnite. Rocket League did it. Call of Duty's hoping to do it. Borderlands has been talking about doing it. So uh, it's really cool that that is a thing. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm excited to see more of that. Uh, speaking of seeing more cool things, a couple weeks ago, close to a month ago, we talked about Sony and Marvel breaking up. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man was out. Marvel wanted more money. Apparently, they were only taking like a percentage or two of everything from the Spider-Man movies, and Sony was getting a good chunk. Right. Not that Marvel, not that Marvel needs it. Fucking billionaire company right now. Sure. Um, but Sony was not in the market to give anything back to Marvel. Marvel wanted 50 50. Right. And so big fight ensues. They said, fuck you. No, no, no. Fuck you. And off Spider-Man went with Sony who have the rights and are never going to give them back. And now here we are courtesy of Tom Holland, Spider-Man himself, uh, Sony and Marvel have worked out a deal. I do believe that will consist of the third Spider-Man movie, uh, standalone and a, and a Disney movie, uh, featuring Spider-Man. So, which is good. I mean, I think what the what the rough number in the end was like a 70-30 split. Um, so not the 50-50 that Disney and Marvel were looking for. Right. But, you know, 30% of Money's something money, yeah. is a, better Over than a zero. billion dollars is pretty good. Yeah, exactly. So, so. And I think they really know that they're on to something special. Like, I, I, Tom Holland can probably do Spider-Man I think so. and another three or four movies. Sony knows that they can't make a movie the way Marvel can, so why would you fuck that up? True. Yeah, and for Sony's perspective, exactly. Let somebody else foot every bit of the effort, and I get 70%. Right. Like, okay. Sure, especially when I failed. <laughs> you know. Yeah, no shit. Um, uh, speaking with the movie stuff, Clerks 3, uh, as a big Kevin Smith fan, we got Jane Silent Bob reboot coming out in about 10 days, 11 days maybe. Yep. Um, he was at AEW uh, Dynamite, Wednesday Night Dynamite, first night last night. Yep. Him and Jay were front row. Okay. And uh, that movie coming out, they're on 
Late Night with Stephen Colbert, I do believe, tonight promoting the movie. Were, were they at um, AEW because they like wrestling? Because of Jericho. Okay. Uh, Jericho's in the movie. Oh, I see. So, uh, but they were there, uh, and while they were there, Kevin Smith um, had tweeted out a, or Instagrammed out a picture of him talking to Jeff Anderson uh, about replaying Randall again, <laughs> uh, which Jeff had said that he did not want to do Randall again. He barely wanted to do it the second time. Took Kevin a while to get that done. Kevin wrote a very morbid script for Clerks 3. Um, right. And Jeff did not want to do anything about that. And so here's Kevin writing an entirely new script, brought up to Jeff again. Jeff seems open to the idea. And so Kevin went out there and kind of confirmed that, yep, we are getting a Clerks 3. Uh, new, I'm sorry, new screenplay, same cast. So I uh, am excited. So they rewrote the script, basically. And yeah, he, he read he read that script at a, at a live reading for a benefit concert for a like a theater in, in Red Bank. Okay. Um, is he but, is he bankrolling this thing on his own? I would doubt it. A twenty four or whoever helped him develop the James Hunt Bob reboot, I would presume is helping him. Okay, yeah. I mean, his movies are good. I, I like. They're not. Out, they're not mind blowing, but they're just really good content. And uh, yeah. um, oh, you just said his name, the clerk from Clerks. Uh, Yep, Randall, Randall Dante. Yes, Dante. Yep, yep. Um, well, Randall or Dante, either one. He, Jeff Anderson is Randall. Yes, uh, I, w- I was thinking more of Dante, but like, it's been a long time and they don't look the same. So, no, nope, they sure don't. It, I mean, it'll be interesting. Pretty close, but not not quite the same. But yeah. Well, I mean, compare you do a side by side photo of some of these guys, and then you do a side by side photo of these guys sure. next to Kevin Smith. Clerks uh, was what ninety one. It's it's old, man. Yeah. So, I mean, we're coming up on Clerks 3 could possibly be the 20th anniversary of, of original Clerks. So, uh, Do your math again, but that's fine. 30 years. Oh, fuck. 30 years. Holy shit. Yeah. No, 91, motherfucker. 91. Do them To 21. Is 30. Would be 20. Thir- fuck. I am old. Yeah. That's 30 years. Yes, fuck. Uh, I'm about to file for bankruptcy like Forever 21 did. Whoa. Segway. Segway. Uh, Forever 21, uh, a story I don't ever think I've actually been into. Uh, a lot of tween girls shop there, I would assume. A lot of rich bitches um, with money I don't have. Filing for bankruptcy. The biggest thing here for me, Tony, to you, is how fast are the malls dying? Uh, how much longer do you see this being uh, being a thing? Um, can, can malls and retail be saved? You know, that's a really good question. So, like, Forever 21, we had one. I think we got one here, like, the mid-2000s. It was at Southridge for a while. And it was probably what kept that mall open for a good number of years. Um, And then eventually that shut down, and they went out to Jordan Creek. And I I think that's the only one. I think there's an outlet um, in the Altoona outlet area. But I don't know, man. I mean it's a really tough market for that demographic. Like forever 21, you're up against like H and M American Eagle, urban outfitters, Abercrombie Fitch. Like it's a really crowded space. And I don't know. Like malls in general, I think will continue to be around. I think they need to evolve how they do business. But cause like you go out to a mall, you go out to Valley West, you got to Jordan Creek, like compared to five years ago, it's a dead zone. The food court's busy. 
I think the thing with me, I I always in, I always enjoyed going to the mall. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it was walking around, wasting my time, hanging out with my friends. I mean, we didn't have much to do anyway. You had the arcade, you had the food zone. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. But but really, because of who these teenagers are nowadays, they don't give a fuck about those shops. What do they care? Right. They're gonna buy something. They're gonna do it from this little device right in their hands. There's they, whether it's that website or not, whether they could be buying it on Forever21.com or not, they're not gonna go and try to change, you know, try shit on and stuff like that. It's just not, not a thing. Well, I actually think that the merit of why you need brick and mortar is is the test out. I mean, and Best Buy is a good example of that. Like Amazon was, you know, they were known as the Amazon Amazon showroom forever. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe that's the same way in clothing retail. Maybe you go in and you try these things out and then you just like you bounce the fuck out. Yeah. Then you go online and get them like, Hey, I know that in X, Y, excuse me, X, Y, and Z brand, I need a size six or whatever. I, I don't really know, but I think that there's always going to be a place because people want to try them on. They want that instant gratification. Um, so, it, you know, I don't think those places are going away. Um, sports shops, I think, are good. Like, you know, they serve a purpose. So, sure. Malls will be around, man. Right on. What's next? Uh, let's see what else we got for you. Uh, try to keep with the same kind of stuff. Let's let's just get through some WWE stuff, would you? Oh, you want to talk man. about some wrestling? Sure. You're going to have to take lead on some of this because most of it's yeah. new stuff. I'm going to take lead on most of this stuff. So, uh, as as we came out of last week... We talked about uh, for the second, maybe third time that uh, Monday Night Raw, uh, the show that I probably watched the most out of out of the current three at that point, which would have been NXT, uh, Raw, and SmackDown. Yeah, had essentially done the same ending two or three weeks in a row at that point, right? Well, so double down this week. Yeah, yeah, this week you've got probably the biggest week in wrestling uh, since the buyout of wcw um, you have okay. monday night raw starting their season premiere quote-unquote new graphics pyro is back mm-hmm. big name people coming out of the gate um you got new stage new announcers everything's shaking up a little bit to kind of give it a fresh look fresh feel right i, I will say that there was a couple times on raw that i thought they're gonna burn down the screen <laughs> like some of that pyro and like the sparks coming yeah. down i was like shit uh, so you got that back, right? Which is great. They got big name deals, big name, you know, big money from a lot of, from a lot of these companies. Right. So skimping out on no pyro doesn't make no sense no more. So raw at the end of the day is still Monday night raw. It did feel a little bit fresher as far as the look, as far as the feel, especially the pyro. But Tony, how did, uh, how did Monday night raw end this week? Uh, it was, uh, the fiend Bray Wyatt taking down Seth Rollins. Yep. 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 Again. Yep. He's trying to protect him. Uh, in the same in the same sentence, you had Rusev, who earlier in the episode helped Seth Seth Rollins, is going to be on Team Hulk Hogan for right. uh, whatever the fuck they're doing in in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, he he lost, however, but before the Fiend showed up, uh, Lana showed up. Yep. Rusev's actual in life wife showed up with uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Uh, he's now he's a weird looking black dude. Here's my thing with uh, with this is, you know, maybe you're into cuckolding and watching that kind of porn or that fetish kind of shit. Okay. Um, 
But in my mind, clearly it makes it seem like Vince McMahon thinks that we think a black man and a white woman is controversial. And let me tell you, in 2019, that shit ain't nothing. Right. So uh, that felt really awkward, felt very strange for me. Um, and was just not, was just not there. So uh, kind of a, a really, it's a strong start and a shit finish, uh, which is the way a lot of Monday Night Raws go, but especially on your season premiere, just didn't really feel very good. Yeah, and wrestling does a really good job for me, like uh, of blurring the lines of reality. So it's like, that that's a good example where she comes out and she just like starts just tonguing the fuck out of Bobby Lashley. Right. And you know, like I get the story. Uh, they're split up. The Russo's shock been, values there. Russo's been gone or whatever, and you know, it's it's uh, not all quiet on the northern front or whatever. But then I was thinking, like, okay, in real life, are they married? And like in real life, are they okay? You know, so it's like I asked myself you those things. Vince exploited Becky and Seth being uh, in a relationship, so yeah. who knows. Well, and um, you know that's just one example, but like the way they sell injuries, like you know, you yeah, you don't you, know? you don't know fake. if they're really hurt because um, right. some of that shit looks brutal. Like the last week when Daniel Bryan got his leg caught, um, against, you were sold on it. Yeah, well, I think that was I never went back and looked, but I think that was like an actual fuck up, and they it, it could and, be, and he might have just be that strong, right? Exactly. Right. So yeah, there's. I think that's what's good about it, though. Back in the day, I remember a couple times where people actually got hurt, and you knew it. Like, I remember oh, yeah, Stone Cold really. getting dropped on his head. Um, <sighs> Kurt Angle comes to mind a couple different times of, like, oh, for yeah. real getting hurt. So, yeah. People that would fuck themselves. But yep. uh, So, after Monday, you have that season premiere. Tuesday's Total Divas, if you're into that. Uh, Wednesday, last night, biggest night of wrestling in a long time. Yeah. You have NXT. First NXT that's on USA at a full two hours. The other two or other three were an hour here and an hour on the USA or the NXT. I'm sorry, WWE network. network. Um, But last night, the premiere episode of All Elite Wrestling, the wrestling promotion founded by Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, essentially. Mm -hmm. Kenny Omega, for those of you who don't know, probably the best wrestler in the world. Anyway, so... I had both of those on last night. Just barn burner of a match on NXT. Loved it. Yeah. Finn Balor shows up. Right. To say he's back in NXT full time. And they're they're definitely treating this like a full time thing. You know, they're not going to just skimp out and just let the uh, the rookies go or whatever you want to call it. Right. Which is fine because I love NXT for that. But having uh, Finn show up gives a little bit of credibility and a little bit of legitimacy. Um and then at the end of NXT that night, they also had Tommaso Ciampa, who I know you're not super familiar with Ciampa. He is out fucking standing. He's that good. And he had to relinquish his title. Okay. Um, he didn't lose it. And so him and Adam Cole had a nice stare at Undy in the, in the match. So another really big uh, uh, su- surprise at the end of that. AEW? Yeah. You know nothing about? Um, no, not really. What I, w- what I will say about NXT, though, is... You know, there was that story that came out a, f- <clears throat> a few weeks ago about some of those superstars not wanting to make the jump to WWE. Like, sure, you know that they see it as a better platform in NXT. Um, so, boy, the color scheme looks good too. Like the black mat and the yellow. Like, you know, it does. It, it looks uh, fresh. The thing that the thing that sucks is I thought NXT looked really good, and then you watch AEW and you're like, oh wow, 
this looks really good. Yeah. Now, granted, they've got con money, and by con money, I mean the guy that owns the Jacksonville Jaguars' the son. Um, <laughs> so they've got some money. Yeah, yeah, shotgun but, son. Yep, yep. So uh, Tony, I believe his name is. Uh, they've got some money and can do a couple things. But they did some cool camera angles. The matches were good. It, it was definitely the a little more gorilla live shot. It, it looked it looked closer to like an HBO boxing match. Yeah, kind of the uh, the aerial shots, right. the in the ring shots, the in the rope shots. I mean, it all felt very good for me personally. Um, and I, I really enjoyed what I saw from AEW. Um, you had some surprises. Uh, John Moxley showed up. We kind of knew he was going to be there, but he showed up to beat on uh, to beat on Kenny Omega. Jack Swagger, or Jake Hager, as they're calling him. Jack Swagger, ex-WWE. Right. He, he ran in at the end. Jericho, obviously, the, the actual um, champion uh, in AEW. But I don't know. It was a great Wednesday night of wrestling. It kind of brings you back to the, the uh, old days of the Monday Night Wars. So we'll see if anything continues there. But boy, was it great. Yeah, I watched a few matches. Um, you know, I don't know enough about wrestling to know all the faces and the names in AEW. Um, sure. But I was impressed. And, you know, I, I'm a homer for good old JR. So when when I heard his his old stroke ass on, on the uh, ones and twos. Yeah, well, him and you had uh, Tony Schiavone, Tony Schiavone's who good was too. the announcer for uh, WCW. Right. Just, it felt good. It looked good. The wrestling was crisp. And, and I think they really, they uh, they started out pretty hot. Yeah, so. I, I didn't hear, maybe it happened, but I wasn't watching at the time. But, like, JR and Tony Schiavone, like, that goes back to the days of, like, the, uh, the old WCW, NWA well, stuff. Even even video games, you know, like oh, I yeah. played so many Raw and WCW video games when I was a kid, and they're mm-hmm. doing the voiceovers, and like so many times I heard Jr. Oh, they killed him! They killed him! Yeah. Right. It's like so great. I just need another one yep. of those. It's good. Yeah. Uh, as far as SmackDown goes, tomorrow night on on Fox, uh, you got some big matches. I'll be watching. Uh, Les. Lesnar taking on Kofi for the title, which I think he's going to win. Uh, Shane versus KO for loser leaves WWE. Career match, yep. Yep, career match. Uh, and then you've got uh, two things from uh, from from the, the... Where's my train of thought? I'm sorry. Two things. No, one big thing, uh, and that is The Rock. Yeah, Rock's coming back. Um, he, made, he made it sound like he's going to wrestle. No. Well, he said he's Here's coming. my thought. Is the fiends coming for the, for for the rock? I mean, God, I really hope they don't play that, but I suppose that's possible. No, that'd be a that'd be a hot sell for a lot of people that don't care. Well, okay, how do, yeah. How You're do you right. inter, how do you introduce a brand new moneymaker? Put him on one of your biggest moneymakers of all time and have him wreck him. Yeah, I could probably get behind that. Like, I don't I don't want to see it just because it's been on Raw for four weeks in a row, but sure. Um, I really love the Fiend stuff and in the Firefly uh, fan house Funhouse. or Funhouse, yeah. yeah. That shit's just so it's so, so good. good and so original. So good. Um, uh, but that starts tomorrow night. Uh, Fox. What do you Network think? TV. So you think you think Kofi's going to drop the belt to Brock? I kind of probably. Agree I don't with want that. him to, but I think Fox is going to be a little pressuring to. Uh, you got a couple Make big a rumors. Kane Velasquez is Kane Velasquez is talking with WWE to come there. Okay, Kane Velasquez, Which is whatever. Huh? Uh, U- yeah. UFC then, heavyweight. Uh, yeah, and then CM Punk, a lot of rumors going around with him possibly taking over and working on the uh, 
WWE after show that they're going to start doing on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, and the big rumor is that CM Punk is going to come on as a special correspondent, um, which just opens up the door for him to come back to WWE. So that's interesting. I think he'd be good at that. You know, like he's controversial. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's like he's like the Stephen A. Smith of WWE. He's he's amazing. Um, so, what do you think? Do you think the angle on this? Uh, Kevin Owens and and Shane fight is that Kevin loses and then he joins NXT. I agree. Yeah, that is exactly what I think. That's okay. Or Shane loses and joins NXT, but that Uh, seems awful. Awful. But yep. What does NXT stand for? What? What does NXT stand for? Is it just next? It doesn't have to stand for anything. Okay. I mean NXT to me has always meant like the next step. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Next in line. Next in line. It's just one of those like uh, F- hippie trends where you take the vowels out. It's not like FCW, where FCW, which is what it was before it was NXT. FCW is Florida Championship Wrestling. Okay. Um, NXT, I don't know. Yeah, NXT, per their official website, is an abbreviation short for next, as in next generation. Superstars being formed on the show. Correct. So yeah. there you go. And that's tri- that's Triple H's brain, whole brainchild, right? Uh, him and I mean, really, Dusty Rhodes kind of kind of helped formulate NXT and what it is today. But yeah, Triple H has been the guy. Okay. Some of those guys are are real green, and that's what I noticed last night. Is they some of them don't sell it very well. You know what I mean? So we uh, we got to move on. We got to move on. We could talk about wrestling forever, but we got to move on. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. What do you want to talk about? Playoffs. Uh, yeah, get through the playoffs really fast. MLB playoffs, two first uh, round games with the wild card games. You had uh, the Nationals had a crazy comeback yep. and beat the Brewers. That was awesome. Uh, they are currently, I believe, losing to the Dodgers tonight. Um, the A's capped off uh, and and put an end to the season for the. Uh, I'm sorry, the Rays beat the A's. Yes. Too many. Yep. Too many of those. Um. So we'll see what happens there. I want it to not be. Anybody from the AL, but I am rooting for the Twins. Um, and obviously, my Braves played the Cardinals tonight. Uh, it was 3-3 going into the eighth. And they uh, the Braves gave up four runs. And then the Braves got back uh, three runs. So, it ended up being 7-6. to six. Braves mm. lose first game, which sucks. Yeah. Really tough to lose that one at home. Um, so, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But, boy, oh, boy, I can tell you that's, uh, that's some tough shit. Uh, the Twins getting to the series would be all right. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, the chance to cop a world series ticket uh even the worst general admission seats um at target field would be pretty cool so i'm down with that and uh what do you what do you say we skip like the politics and stuff like that and just finish off with what we played and what we watched here's the one here's the one thing i'll tell you mark cuban for president no the fact that he tried to use a fucking nickelback meme that dude should have been impeached for that alone (laughs) okay anyway Uh, okay yeah, uh, we were going to talk about Trump getting impeached and what we thought about the presidential candidates, but maybe we'll just indefinitely we push can table that. that. It ain't going like, anywhere. Like I said, him him doing the fucking look at this photograph thing. You saw that, yes, right, I presume? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, just bad. He's such a fucking dick, but. Just a fucking douchebag. Yep. Anyway. Uh, what have you been watching and playing? Uh, I would agree. Good Mythical Morning, Sweet and Spicy was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching that. I watched, uh, we watched two or three episodes of Good Mythical Morning. We watched the frozen pizza taste test, which I'm a big frozen pizza guy. Yeah. I love frozen pizza. Um, 
I'm a I'm a big pro- proponent of frozen pizza. I don't like DiGiorno though. I think there's too much crust and not enough cheese and sauce. Mm, the I'm wife with you. I've, loves. I haven't had a DiGiorno in a long time. Wife loves the DiGiorno. Um, I'm a thin crust type of guy, so. I don't mind a good Jacks. I like a Tombstone, so yep. I'm happy to see Tombstone is right up there with uh, with some good scores on that. Boy, they they um, cut the Totinos though. They fucked the Totinos in the butt. Yeah. I've I haven't had a Totinos pizza in years. Oh man, I I eat them all the time. Probably probably 15 years I've had one. Oh man, in all honesty. So here here's a little story, really quick story. I'm at Walmart a couple weeks ago, and uh, Walmart now has their own brand of like Totinos style pizza. And uh, the box was so fucking similar that I bought four of these Walmart oh, brand ones. ones. And I think I saved maybe like 20 cents a piece. And they were, it's not they worth were it. disgusting. Not so worth it. I threw two. I ate two and I threw two away. And I went back and got some Totinos. Yeah, I just I can't do a party pizza. But um, yeah, I mean, we've been watching that. We finished up Chef uh, okay. season two or whatever it was. Volume one, season two, volume one, volume two, season one, volume no two, idea. maybe. I don't remember. But that, that if you haven't watched that show yet, it is still excellent. And I would suggest you do that. Um, playing Borderlands 3 all fucking day. Yeah. Every day if I can. And then got to figure out, hey, what am I going to play after that? Uh, only because I don't want people coming to me and asking about uh, Destiny. I mean, Destiny's fine. I like playing Destiny. Um, bitch. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to play Borderlands for quite a bit of time more. But I picked up Untitled Goose Game. Yep. You know what that is? Yes, I've heard about the rage on this. Like, I yeah, don't get it. I picked but... this up. Well, whatever. Honka, honka, honk. Yeah, man. honk. It's real fun um, in that pe- game. Yeah, honk, honk if you got them. I picked that up for 15 bucks. Picked up Blazing Chrome, which is like a Contra style game that's hella hard. Okay. I think I was like 10 bucks for the Switch. Uh, Ori's out on the Switch right now, which I don't think I can buy because it's 20 bucks and I don't have 20 bucks. Um, so uh, you got a four dollar beer in your hand, but <laughs> a, uh, beer's probably like eight bucks. But uh, I gotta, I gotta wait. I gotta wait on some games. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. in the same boat as you. Played a fuckload of Borderlands. Probably still will continue to play that a little bit. Um, I am feeling the itch to get back to Wolfenstein and polish that off. So probably we'll get around to Wolfenstein too. Um, other video games I've been playing a lot on the Apple Arcade, man. Like, uh, yeah, no, I'm with Cards you. of Darkness. I, I played and beat. Um, that was a really fun game. And then I need to check out Cards of Darkness still. Yep. And then I've I've gotten into at your uh, recommendation. I got into Grindstone. Mm-hmm. So fun. Um, I'm not as addicted to it as I was Cards of Darkness, but it's much more challenging, and you got to think about it a lot more. It's a lot more of a puzzle. Yes, it is. It's it's not yeah. quite like a Candy Crush, but no, it's, it's more of a okay. I got to kill this guy, but I have to have a, a line of ten. Yeah, but if I draw a line of twenty, I can get this guy, hit this guy, and then keep my chain going for thirty. Yeah, it feels you good. Know what to I'm do saying that too. so. It does. It feels really good. Um, but yeah, the Apple Arcade, I'm I'm turned around on it, man. I I hooked up a, a PS4 controller to my Apple TV, oh, okay, and played a little while. Uh, uh, what the golf? Yeah, that's one I need to get into. Man, what the golf is addicting. It's really fun and funny. Um, and then I uh, I tried to play Cyanar Wild Hearts, okay. on the 4K, yeah. on the TV. But the input lag between what I'm doing and what the game is doing is too it's too slow. Oh it's really? meant to be played on a touch screen. Oh yeah. It's meant to be played touch screen. I wonder so. if that's different with a MiFi controller. 
Um, mm, I have maybe. one, so maybe I'll try it out. Yeah, give it a go. Uh, Sayonara Wild Hearts looks great. The music's great. But just that input lag really put me off after the first level. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Apple Arcade, way turn around on. Yeah, there's a few of those bangers out there that I haven't really tried, like what the Gulf's really, really popular, and uh, Sayonara, and uh, mm-hmm. there's another one that people are really into that I can't think of. But Ocean Horn, I mean, people really like Ocean. I played, Horn. I played a couple hours of that, and I've I committed to myself that I was only going to play it on the TV because it's just it's a little too much for a phone. I think, even though it looks and right. plays awesome. Um, exquisitely yes it looks and plays exquisitely it's just the controls are a little clunky on a you know a small phone so I just like the idea that all those games or most of those games really look good on a 4k TV through the Apple TV like that was really impressive to me. yeah I don't I don't know that they are 4k I mean obviously if you have a 4k TV it's upscaling and everything but um, right. I think they're rendered at 1080 so yeah and they I, they look good I mean I booted a couple of do. them up just to look so they do. Yeah. They look good. So uh, I think that's a wrap, man. Any other walk-ons? Uh, I'm trying to think for a good walk-on. Uh, as we continue to approach the month of October, uh, keep in mind a, a good Halloween costume. Um, I don't know. T- Tony, what, you usually go as Mr. Clean, don't you? <laughs> uh, I go as that guy that's fucking your mom. Gimli, the dwarf? <laughs> Gimli, yeah. Ghibli, yeah. <laughs> Uh, not Ghibli. Is his name Gimli or Ghibli? It's Gimli. 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 Yeah, 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 G-I-M-L-I. Yeah. Gimli. Runs with Legolas, yeah. Yes. Dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah. I got to get you through an English class. What, what did I say? Dwarf, as in Ryan. <laughs> no, I definitely said dwarf. Fuck. Uh, biggest walk-on for me, Luke Combs, Saturday night. Can't wait. I know quite a few people that are going to that. Um, the dor- the Dwarfs and the Vances tag team in that motherfucker. You'll, you'll be asleep by mid-show, so... Uh, I'm I'm hoping not, but we're gonna find out. Depends on how much beer I'm drinking. If I'm drinking quite a bit yeah, of beer, I'm usually okay. Like dwarf, so. One, one or one or two beers, I'm usually not gonna not gonna make it. I get the same way. Like if I drink, I gotta I gotta really start hammering it to stay awake. Otherwise, I just well, I gotta out. get I gotta get up early because I gotta get a I gotta get a haircut on Saturday. So you gotta look so fresh and so clean, dude. Are you going you I, going hard I, part? I don't. I haven't done the hard part in a couple of while. Okay. Couple of couple of cuts. <laughs> couple of miles. My brain uh, is shot. I know. Me too, man. Uh, what about you, walk-ons? What you got? Uh, I, I can't really, can't really think of anything. Ravens are good. They're going to win again after losing the Chiefs last week. Yeah, they might bounce back. I I really don't feel confident. I told you, Chiefs are going to be kind of the tip game for me, and mm-hmm. they kind of stunk it up. So. Oof, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't feel confident, but you know, one uh, thing I do know yeah, is they're better than the Broncos. Oh my god, yeah, the Broncos are bad. Broncos might be the worst team in football. <laughs> That's not even a joke people listening. That's really not. Oh and four. I mean the Dolphins are bad, but the Broncos just won a Super Bowl a few years ago and they're that bad. So yeah. take it for what it is. Um yeah, it's everything I've got, Tony. I think that's uh I think that's a sign off then. Stick around for all of our disgusting sexual talks. Yep, we're going to tag that on to the end. It's uh, well worth your time if you have ears that are not of the virgin variety. The uh, Good Mythical Morning people, they do their ear biscuits. Okay, It's yeah. like ear dildos. Yeah, this, like ear is, dildos. this is, yeah, this is ear double penetrating This like, might be dildos. some uh, This might be some audio erotica almost. Uh, yeah, I mean, there might be some fapping. Listen, lick that finger and get the... Th- <laughs>
<laughs> Listen. Picture this, okay? Picture this. Picture this, okay? <laughs> we, we, I believe what the kids say is, we out here. We out here for Tony and uh, Derek and the DTS podcast. Bye-bye. We out here. We out here. We out here. Coming on your face. Hey. We out here. Hi, Tony. Hello. I got a question for you. Uh, I might have an answer. Why men great till they gotta be great? Jesus fucking Christ. Why are men great till they gotta be great? Uh, You'd have to ask the Lizzo to find out. I I would ask Lizzo. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, know what I'm saying? You gonna French French kiss her b-hole or what? Yeah, I'll tongue punch your fart box for sure. Uh, listen, let me ask you a question, okay? Oh, you just did. You just did, and I gave you the answer. Let me ask you, you another question. Okay, fine. If you found yourself in this scenario, what would you do? Scenario is, you're like at work, and you see a girl, and her thong is like clearly out. Okay. Do you say something? Uh, do I know this girl? Yeah, you or know, or you work with her. No, but do I like know, or is it just some kind of like? She's not like your Snapchat friend. You're not texting her. Yeah, I'm not. Know? I'm not saying nothing then. Okay, you say nothing. No, I'm not. I mean, it's not my place. Listen, you're rocking the thongy. You should probably make sure that it's getting uh, getting covered up, unless you're trying to get people to look. Unless you're Lita, and you're trying to get people to check it out from like the old wrestling days. Um, yeah, listen, so discretion. That- that brings your discretion me. is advised. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, so that I'm glad you let into like the unless you want it to be that way. Because, uh-huh. you know, I had a situation like this at work and it reminded me uh, of our old Best Buy days. Um, do you remember that controversial sexual harassment e-learning? <laughs> no, I don't actually. This was this was back circa like 2008 or nine. There okay. was a sexual harassment e-learning um, you know, for, for those that don't know, this was like right after our CEO got caught fucking hookers on the co- corporate jet. Right. So, um, yeah, so it was a deal. Yeah, it was. And, uh, so along comes this e-learning online class about sexual harassment and, you know, like what it is and what is not sexual harassment. And one of the scenarios there, they have like these little animated cartoons, doing these scenarios and mm-hmm. one of them was a co-worker bends over and you can see her underwear oh i do remember this and now. do are you allowed to make a comment a, comment. a, a flirtatious yeah. comment uh and best buy says yes because yeah, go for it if her thong's out she's inviting that notion attention yeah exactly <laughs> so you know she's like bring it on big dick day that's right so I thought that was interesting. Uh, that is kind of funny. Just sharing more fucked up stories about Best Buy. Good man, we're off stories. to a hot start. It's a real, it's a real I, banger. I, really, really sorry. Um, you want to just jump into some news? Let me let me see if I can bring it up another notch. All right, hang on. <clears throat> Listen, picture this, okay? Let me see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we can't. We can't, we can't go down do that, that road again. again. 
We can't do the old. I told you anymore. one of my craziest sex stories. Why don't you share one of yours with me? Uh, I don't fucking have any. <laughs> you don't have any crazy sex stories? Like, here's this is not even a crazy sex story. Uh, one of the, the my wife and I had sex in the snow when I was like sixteen or seventeen. Nice, dude. Out out back of my dad's house behind the shed. It was really that, cold. It that really made cold. it sound really dirty. <laughs> it was really cold. Uh, I was on bottom because I'm a gentleman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, uh, I'm fairly certain I got rock hard in the snow. Oh, for sure. Did did you uh, did did you have like? A oh, little, I climaxed. Uh, yeah. Oh, did you have a little like snowball <laughs> fight, so to speak? Uh, I mean, there wasn't much fighting going on. It was basically just ramming it home. You know. What I'm <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, was, Getting uh, right was, to the point. The quickies. I mean, however, however, the wife. <laughs> I don't think I can tell this honestly. I mean, know. okay. I, I've been caught having sex with you. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't. Re- I have a terrible memory. Um, yeah, that's I don't true. remember that, but I definitely remember getting caught beaten off <laughs> by my mom uh, when I was living up or staying up there for a weekend. Uh, Oh, my like, God, you know, were staying up there for a weekend? Yeah. Okay, well, you're and, uh, still like a kid, though. Yeah, I was still a kid. It's not like you're on like, vacation oh, yeah, and out, you're whatever, just beating it off at your mom's house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just like, oh, mom walked in, and I'm just like, I'm not doing nothing. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, I mean, there were a couple times that the wife and I uh, would skip class towards the end of the day, and okay. we would drive up to my, my mom's house or my mom's apartment and I had a key for it. And obviously she's at work and we just bang it the fuck out there. Yeah. And then we drive home. Uh, Liz and I used to, why is this what our podcast has devolved into? I don't know, man. Where, where are we going? But now, now we're talking about it and now it's on my mind. You're right. You're right. You're right. Liz and I used to fucking high school. I'm not even kidding you. Probably like four or five times a day. She would, she would come over in the morning, bang it out. Go to school. First, uh, first period, or like the first, uh, what do you, what do you call those things where you don't have a class? yeah period, uh, open open period. Yeah, it's like you have open time. We had the same open time. Boom, back to the house, bang it out, smashing. Yep. Uh, school lunch, boom, back to the house, bang it out, smashing. After school, bang it out, and then we're gonna try to get it in that night when we're hanging at each other's houses. So. It was a all on fuck fest, and that went on like my entire junior year. But uh-huh. my dad did catch us. We got, you know, we were pretty plain with it on the bed. Either you know she's on top, I'm on top, a couple different positions. But one time we we decided to get into exhibitionist mode, and I started bending her over the couch, and oh, uh, wow. bad deal because old old Stevo walking in the door, Rock, and, walking and rocking, <laughs> and he catches me with my dick out. So. I mean, it's different for a, a dad catching his son, right? It's got to be. Uh, you know, yeah, probably so. I mean, a, a picture. It, it you, wasn't like, pic- oh, I'm proud of you, son. Picture this 2.0. You walk in, you see Ted just slaying. Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, I'm calling right. him Santa Claus because them sleigh bells is ringing. Right, right. And, and then picture you walk in and you see Adri getting... Getting dicked down. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it and does. It does. It ring really changes the dynamic, doesn't it? It hits different for sure. <laughs> you can't say that. That's awful. 
Oh God! Welcome to the DTS podcast. I'm uh, I'm Derek, and I, you know, I'm on, and I'm Tony. I'm on the sex offender registry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> you got to cut all of that. No, uh, welcome to the show. In. It's uh, it's a late night edition. It's damn near ten o'clock already as we're starting the show. Derek Derek's low energy, so I gotta I gotta uh, really push push the limits tonight. To you can just there. come down to my low energy. Oh, I, I got like the I deep. I come all the time. You, I got the deep raspy, like low voice going on. Like I'm just tired and uh, the Braves lost and just, just fuck man. What a, what a poop day. There was a going back to sex stories. Well, this isn't really a sex story. <laughs> there was one time when uh, like during the fair, I was maybe, I don't know. I was maybe 14 or 15 and uh, my mom lives next to the fairgrounds. My brother was working at the fair and so he would walk home to our house and just stay the night. So, like, he was staying there for the week. Uh, one of these nights, he, like, walks in. And I don't remember what I was watching uh, on TV. But he just walks in. It's, like, 1130, maybe midnight, and I'm sitting in the living room. He grabs the remote. He's like, I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, we're watching some Skinamax. And he just turns on that softcore porn, and I'm like, I don't know what to do here. This is my brother, and I'm watching porn with them. It's weird. So I went to bed. What was your first porn experience? What Do you remember it? Oh, yeah. You you really want to go down this road? I mean, I don't know. I was do just, you remember I was yours? Because like, con- I, I, I remember do. mine. Well, I, I, I remember. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, my story's weird, but yeah, go for it. Mine, I mean, I think every every first porn story is probably weird, right? Uh, well, let me uh, let me tell mine first. Okay, sure. All right, I'll let me tell mine first. Okay, so what I remember is it wasn't necessarily a porn, I guess, but it definitely was like boobs, and I was like trying to be a young Christian boy and didn't think that I should be looking at that kind of stuff. But I'd, I'd stay over at my buddy Jake's house. Okay, and uh, I also had this weird thing with silk boxers as I was growing up. Oh God! Um, so and and also the Tasmanian Devil. <laughs> So okay, yeah. I, I, when I would stay at his house for some reason, instead of a normal child wearing like shorts going to bed, I'd strip down to just my briefs or my boxers and I'd be in my silk Tasmanian devil boxers Oh God, and, okay. uh, and we all, we'd all be hanging out and you know, I'm, I'm this weird kid. You guys are hanging out some... or like you're hanging out. No, 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 no. We're just chilling and hanging out. And we'd be out in the living room, and his older sisters would turn on uh, porn or something with boobs in it. And I'd, like, cover my eyes, or I'd just run away as fast as I possibly can in my Tasmanian Devil silk boxers. Jesus. Because I thought that I should not be looking at uh, at that kind of activity happening. So that was, like, my first real memory of... Of, of boobs that and uh obviously the the bathrooms at my dad's uh mechanic <laughs> shop that he worked at because every mechanic shop that you go into back then in the oh, shitter there nudie was calendars no it was nudie mags it oh, was okay. hustler it was playboy it was all that shit wow you remember back in the day how much more graphic hustler was than playboy uh i remember like flipping open a, flipping open a hustler to a uh <laughs> This is very graphic yeah. to like a spreadsheet, a spreadsheet of this woman just getting fucking railed. <laughs> exactly. in and like and like close ups of it coming out of her, you know, just just oh, the whole drippy man. drip. Um, yeah. I pet, also remember house was like the in between. I hustler also had like this weird thing with bitches pissing. And I was oh, like, really? what? Why? Oh, yeah. OK, yeah, it that's was gross. Real weird, dude. Real weird shit. 
Anyway, so what about yours? So we have to kind of preface this, even though you told your story. Preface, preface. Preface. Please. Yeah. Um, preface. With the fact that when we were becoming initiated into the ways of pornography, the internet was in its infancy. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, 70% of the internet traffic is porn, according to studies or whatever. But back in the day, man, it was not as easy to get porn. Um, I mean, we were we we're still talking about magazines. You know what I mean? Who who looks at magazines anymore? Right, right, right. So one of the there's like these milestones you go through as a kid uh, in your progression into sexual activity, um, and one of them is just starting to be attracted to women. And I remember that uh, there was a cover of Rolling Stone that uh, Britney Spears was featured on. Uh-huh. And the cover and then like the middle spread were both super hot pictures of Britney sure. Spears, big old titties. Uh-huh. And I remember being she like definitely does not have big old titties, but okay. Oh, she's got she got some tickle bitties. Um and I remember thinking like uh oh. Little Tony's waking up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're waking up the monster, so to speak. Yeah. And so I remember uh so that, I do believe you mean this cover here that, that only you and I can see. That's currently. the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yep, that's, that's the uh, one. From 1999. So let's Brady do the math. Laying there, um, lay, laying there. 11 years old. 20 years ago, yeah. Jesus but Christ. She's laying on a silk sheet and a bra and some and some booty shorts. Oh, yeah, just Google uh, me. Only thing you can see is her belly button. She's on a corded phone and a Teletubby is in her arms. So, I mean, it's really not that hot. Yes, exactly, right? But, you know, when you're 11 or 12-year-old Tony... Oh, yeah. And you see that. You're looking for any chance you can yeah. to come. Uh, so I remember that. I also remember um, my first, like, pornographic website experience. I stumbled upon, oh. like, this amateur something or other website that was, like, a staged amateur thing. So it's, like, there are pictures of these, like, really hot chicks accompanied with, like, stories about their sexual interactions or whatever so sure i remember that and the last thing i'll share is uh in high school i was hanging out um i was kind of friends with these like skater dudes uh, and so like i was sort of the black sheep i knew one of the guys and then like the six of these guys knew all knew each other so i go over one day to to one of these guys's house and there's five or six of us hanging out uh riding skateboards x y and z and this one kid named adam i'll never forget it he's just like tony come in here and uh the few of these guys are in the room and he is just on this porn video and back in the day you didn't like we talked about you don't go to websites and watch porn you like had to download porn movies you know what i'm saying so or buy them yeah or exactly so on, I walk in on the computer, old CRT monitor. There's this chick just some dial-up porn. Yeah, there's just this chick just ramming herself with this humongous dildo on a, on a yacht. Jesus and I just remember Jesus. thinking, like, oh, this is fucking weird, man. What's the name of this again? <laughs> Let me look up this later. So, you know, there you go. We've done some weird shit, Tony. 
oh man, that's not even scratching the surface. But you're not wrong. Let's not uh, wrong. let's get into some some. Let's uh, try to give people. News. Let's try to give people some shit they actually care about, not our weird porn shit. Maybe I'll just cut this and put it all on the back end. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, just as a little extra. Yeah. Uh, 